This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Hello, everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Ruchem Abam. Welcome to our Seder and Archaz of the Rosh. Sorry for the delay this afternoon. We're up to Ois Pei Gimel. Ois Pei Gimel. Says the Rosh, Al-Toitzi Diba V'Lashin Hara Al-Shamberia. Do not emit a report or Lashon Hara on any creation. And not any type of improper speech or tail-bearing. Now, this is uh, quite interesting because we're accustomed to thinking that it's permitted to speak Lashon Hara about a Gentile. After all, it says, only somebody among your people. Um, and certainly, halachically, according to the letter of the law, it is permitted to speak Lashon Hara about a Gentile. And here the Rush is saying, do not release a uh, gossip about not only any human being, but any creation. And sure enough, Reb Chaim Knievsky, in his commentary on the Archas Chaim of the Rush, by the way, Reb Chaim wrote the Archas Chaim when he was very young. Reb Chaim wrote the, his commentary on the Archas Chaim when he was quite young. He is Medayek, he infers from the language of the Rosh, that if the Rosh says on any Beria, that means even on an inanimate object, like the Gemara in Erechim says, that if the Meraglim spoke Lashon Hara about Eretz Yisrael, which is inanimate, all the more so, Miriam should have learned not to speak Lashon Hara about Meshavinu, but the language of the Gemara implies that there is some degree of impropriety speaking Lashon Hara about something, even if it's inanimate. As the Chavos Havavos brings in the Shar HaKniya, and this is also brought in the Shari Tshuva Rabbeinu Yoyna, that a pious individual was walking with his Talmidim, and they encountered a rotting carcass, and the student said how how awful this carcass smells, and the Rebbe said, no, but look how white the teeth are. Which indicates, as Rabbeinu Yonah explains, that Lashon Hara is not only problematic because of the harm you do to someone, but it's also a matter of a bad character trait. To hone in on the negativity is a corruptive, corrosive, destructive character trait. In other words, if you see something and... It's all good, except for the teeth, except for uh, it doesn't smell good, but the teeth are white. Or even if it has just one imperfection, that's a bad midah to hone in on that. Comes Reb Chaim Knievsky, that it could be that when the Rush says not to speak Lashon Hara even about a guy, he's referring to a medrash in Parashas Pekude. The medrash says, if you speak uh, gossip about a Gentile, you'll eventually speak gossip about a Jew. In other words, it will lend, it will train you to do this. Like the Medrash says, Rabbi Yochanan says, if you train yourself to speak about your brother, who's not the son of your mother, Esav, you'll ultimately come to speak Lashon Hara about Yaakov. Comes the Radal in Rav David Luria in his commentary to the Medrash, and he says, from here, from this Medrash we see, and I never knew this. I always thought it was permitted to speak Lashon Hara about a Gentile. And I believe technically it is. 
However, the Radal wants to derive from this Medrash, in fact, it is prohibited to speak Lashon about a Gentile. Says Reb Chaim Knievsky, no, that is not halachically normative, hal- uh, uh, a normative position. There's no biblical iser because it says, but it could be an iser derabanan, a, a rabbinic iser. And in fact, with Nisim Karelitz, by the way, I just saw today that the stipler told Reb Chaim that Reb Nisim Karelitz is the, is the rub of their family. He poskins that it's a rabbinic iser to speak Lashon Hara about a Gentile, lest you come to speak Lashon Hara about a Jew. And, but then Rav Nisim Karelitz says, that's only a Gentile that keeps the Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai Noyach. So now you could sort of breathe, breathe a sigh of relief because Gentiles today are not considered to observe the Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai Noyach because even if technically they fulfill those laws, but part of keeping the Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai Noyach is if they do so because they believe that God gave the Torah to the Jewish people and he instructed the Jewish people to teach the Gentiles the seven Noachide laws. And in any event, the language of the Medrash implies that even if the Gentile does not keep the, the seven Noachide laws, it's still not proper. And the Nitziv learns that when the Medrash says that if you come to speak Lashon Hara about Achicha Shabain Umasecha, that means, the Medrash is not saying you know how to speak Lashon about a guy, it's talking about a ger, a convert. But again, the language of uh, the Medrash Tanchuma, that says if you're going to speak about Esav, you'll eventually speak about Yaakov, does not imply that. Unless we say, uh, we could add, that the Ramban tells us in Masech the Kedushin that Esav was technically Jewish, his mother was Jewish. It's just he was a, a Yisrael Mumar. So maybe only there's an Isser Drabanon to speak about a Yisrael Mumar, but not a Gentile. Okay, and then the rush, well, the bottom line is, the rush is saying at least, not to speak Lashnar about not only a Gentile, but an inanimate object. As we mentioned before, the rush wrote this commentary for himself and not for anybody else meaning these are pious practices adopted by the Rush, obviously, that uh, we should aspire to and we, ch- we should try to adopt, but it doesn't mean that it's uh, outright halacha. Um, let us see further. Then the Rush says that uh, don't speak lazus fasayim and rechilas. The Reb Chaim Knievsky refers to the Gemara in Kedushin Daf Yud Beis and Beis that Rav would give Malchus to somebody who was Moitzi Laz. Moitzi Laz means to start, he started uh, challenging, impugning a particular get. Now what is this adding over Lashon Hara? How is Laz different than Lashon Hara? The Toysus Yamtif in his translation explains the difference between Lashon Hara and Laz, that Diba refers to a bad, re- a false report, and Lazus Vasayim refers to words of Machlaikas. Okay, let's move on to Oiz Pei Al-Tihi Nivhal Lahashiv Ba'azos. Do not be hasty to respond with audacity, with brazenness. L'misha Amar Dvar to someone who says things that are not good.
What does this refer to? Rabbi Cheskel Sarna explains, if somebody speaks to you in a very harsh manner, and in, very improperly, in, very, in a very insulting way, don't be hasty to respond. Even though perhaps he deserves it. It was completely uncalled for what the person said. They really ashamed you, put you down, and they're really deserving of a, a very a nasty response. Don't be hasty to respond that way. Why? Not for him, for you. Because you don't want to ingrain within yourself the midah of azos. Similar to what the Ramah begins uh, Arachayim with, the Ramah says, don't be embarrassed from people who mock you in Avodah Hashem. However, the Mishnah adds, but don't fight with them because the midah of azos is very despicable and it should not be utilized because you don't want to acquire that midah. Um, that is the uh, the way the Mishnah Brewer explains it. However, the Bir Halacha does tell us that this is talking about a private practice that a person has and people are mocking you, so basically you should remain humble and not respond in kind. However, if those who are uh, challenging you are challenging observance in general and it may cause a, a, a rifyon, a weakness in the community's observance, then, so to speak, it is called for to summon up the Mida of Azos, even though it's a very dangerous Mida, and we're, we're afraid of uh, acquiring such a Mida, but the word Mida means a measurement, and uh, sometimes ingredients, which are not normally used and not normally employed, sometimes they're called for in limited circumstances. Okay, we'll hold it over here, Hashem. we'll pick it up tomorrow in Ois Pehei. In Ois Pehei, we're going to learn about not screaming, or we're talking about even when the windows are closed and the door is shut, because first of all, um, you know, your house is, uh, has speakers, and people are going to hear, and it's going to get out, and in general, it's not an appropriate way to speak, and uh, the rush is going to speak. Uh, tomorrow we're going to learn about the decibel, the volume one should use when speaking. Okay, everyone, thank you very much for joining us today. Wish you all bracha v'hatzlacha and kol tov. Have a great day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.